Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. And this is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of finance, real estate, and all things economic. We have a very special guest today. We have the author of The Creature from Jekyll Island, none other than G. Edward Griffin. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Good to be here. When you wrote the book, as I understand it, you were not looking to necessarily create a groundbreaking piece. You were just trying to figure it out and research what was really going on. Is that right? Well, that's true. That's the, that's the bottom line. There was a long, boring history behind it, like so many <laughs> histories. But th- that's essentially correct. I, st- I started out in the very beginning wanting to do a documentary film on the topic of uh, inflation. And I didn't know anything about it except that I was pretty sure that the uh, common wisdom, popular wisdom about inflation was wrong. Most people thought that uh, inflation was caused by some other person, some greedy person in the chain of distribution. You know, it was probably those greedy farmers that were getting too much money for their crops or the farmers that blamed the truckers that picked up their crops and trucked them into the warehouse. And the warehousers and the distributors, they were blamed because they were getting too big a chunk out of it. And of course, then the blame came to the grocery stores that were getting too much out of it. And then the grocery stores blamed the unions who were getting too much out of it. And it just, all the way around, I knew there was something wrong with that explanation. And I had a pretty good idea that probably the the uh, government might have had something to do with it, but I didn't really know. So I wanted to do a documentary on inflation. That's what started the whole thing. Never did do the documentary, but I collected a lot of research. And of course, the first thing you discover when you start asking questions about inflation and money supply, you discover this thing called the Federal Reserve System. It didn't take me long to realize that there was the culprit. There was the engine of inflation. And uh, so that's how I got into it. The first few chapters of the book literally reads like a whodunit thriller. I mean, if it was to be made in a movie by Hollywood, not a documentary, but actually a Hollywood thriller, I mean, you couldn't make up something with that much drama, when in fact the reality was was exactly that. Exactly. It was a very dramatic story. And, of course, the thing that I think you're referring to is the fact that here was a meeting that was creating a very profound event of the creation of of a, a, a cartel, a banking cartel that was going to have total control over a nation's money supply. They were going to have, the Congress was about to give over their right to create money. They're going to give it over to the private banking cartel. This was huge. And so they had to do it in secret. And when I got a whiff of the fact that they were doing something in secret, in fact, they even left Washington, D.C. They went to the, this Jekyll Island place. I never heard of it. Found out that it was a real island. It was off the coast of Georgia. And it was on that private island back in 1910 that the largest banking institutions sent their key men to have a secret meeting. And they traveled for, for two, night, two nights and a day by train from New Jersey up to, to Georgia. And then they went across the inland straits and they, they lied about where they were going. They told everybody, that, no, the meeting never took place. And they used code names to talk to each other. And all of this stuff I found out was true. In fact, I discovered that it was even uh, written about by the people themselves who participated in the meeting. Well, you know, right away, when you discover secrecy, you get an idea that there's something to hide. And that's what intrigued me. And that's why I started at that point in my uh, undertaking of telling this history. 
I understand recently you actually uh, lectured at an event in Jekyll Island. What was that like? <laughs> yes. Well, that's happened twice now. I visited the, the Jekyll Island three times. The last two times was because there was a, a meeting being held at the Jekyll Island uh, Hotel. Very nice hotel. Very elegant old place. In fact, it was in the old days when this all happened. It was called the Jekyll Island Club, and that was a clubhouse. And it was the place for, for what we would call billionaires to meet and greet, you know, and get away from the cold winter months from New York, go down there in Georgia. And that's where the Federal Reserve was actually created, in that clubhouse. And yes, the first time I went, I was just curious. I wanted to see what this place looked like. I wanted to visit the, the museum there. Uh, and uh, the archives, it had, I heard that they'd had a lot of documents and photographs there of that meeting, and it, it was true. The ladies there in the archival section were very kind. They, uh, I told them I was doing a, a history on the Federal Reserve, and I understood there was an epic meeting that took place there, and I wondered if they had anything in their files. Oh, yes, Mr. Griffin, come over. I'll show you what we have. They were, they, they were waiting for years, I guess, for somebody to ask. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people think that inflation is just rising prices, whether it be at the grocery store or at the gas pump or perhaps even when looking for accommodation. What you, and that is a perhaps true but incomplete part of the story where the cause is not just rising prices. There's something behind it, which was the increase in the money supply and the ability to print money. And I think that's really the, the, the whodunit that you uncovered. Is that right? Yes. It's, it, you're quite right. It's, it's like a half credit. If you're taking an exam, you right. get half credit for that answer. The whole answer is that prices really are not rising, but the value of the money is dropping. So that's the phenomenon we see. But uh, it's hard to measure the value of the money except in terms of prices. And so we say the prices are going up, and that's not really what's happening at all. Right, right. Yeah, because that one liter bottle of water, it was a one liter bottle of water a year ago or 10 years ago. That hasn't really changed. Not really. In terms of something of, uh, of intrinsic value, like right. people, they, they say that, for example, oh, my house is so much more valuable now today than when I bought it when I was a young person. You know, they buy a, buy a house for twenty or 30000 Now they sell it for four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000. Look at all the money I made, they say. But, you know, if you go back and look at the cost of... Uh, food or anything else, probably you could buy the same number of hamburgers with that, uh, both prices in the time in which the price applied. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think back to the very first house my parents bought back in the 1960s that they bought for $42,000 and it hasn't moved. You know, it's the same four bedroom house with the same, you know, it's not any taller or anything else. And it's intrinsically as valuable as it was then. But certainly the price today would be an order of magnitude or more yeah. than what it was then. And, and generally, most of that price differential is really just the fact that the value of the dollar has dropped by that amount. When I look, for example, at uh, what's happened in other countries, uh, I remember having an experience with my uncle. My uncle owned a seat on the New York Stock Exchange. He was one of the thousand members of the exchange. And we were watching television in his Manhattan apartment overlooking Fifth Avenue. And at the time, Argentina was experiencing hyperinflation, about to default on their debt. And the conversation centered around, you know, how terrible this is for the people because, you know, their savings are wiped out. And he gave me a different way to look at it. He said, the problem is that these people are playing the game, the saving game. And if you want to win in that environment, you have to recognize that not only do savings get wiped out, but so does debt. 
And so you just got to play a different game if you are, in fact, in an inflationary or hyperinflationary environment. What are your thoughts about that? Well, it's absolutely true uh, what you just said, what he said. Uh, but the trick in understanding that is, it, at first, it seems like a, a paradox. But right. the trick in understanding that is, what are you saving? Uh, when people uh, like uh, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, for example, says you should never save money, Right. Um, that shocks a lot of people. It outrages the classic economist. Of course, you've got to save money. But the open question is, well, what is money? You know, and, uh, of course, there are different kinds of money. And what Kiyosaki and the other people are saying is do not save fiat money. Right. And do not save the kind of money that loses its value constantly. Now, if, you're, if you want to save it in terms of gold or silver as money, now that's a different matter. Well, that, that's right, because in fact, you know, we, we talked about this in Fort Lauderdale, what, what is money, and it's not just a, a means of exchange, it's also a store of value. So well, good it, money is. Good money yeah, is, right? Bad money is not. Right, it's just a means of an exchange, but it's not a store of value, and if, and if it doesn't have those two qualities, then savings becomes a, a questionable activity. So it, it takes a little bit of thinking, but once you get the fundamentals, and you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure all this out. It's just that uh, most of us have never had this kind of uh, education. Uh, when, when I went to school, most since then, I don't think they've ever taught this stuff in school. And uh, you have to dig it out for yourself. But it's once you understand it, it's so simple and so clear. Yes. Well, Ed, uh, appreciate the wisdom, appreciate the time you spent with us this week. Um, I know it's uh, the book is a, is a big read. Uh, and I appreciated every word of it. Uh, it certainly made a big impact on me, and it's changed the way I've approached investing, the way I've approached business. So wanted to personally thank you for that. Well, you're very welcome, and thank you for inviting me on the show. You know me, I'm, I'm anxious to talk about this anytime. So, Ed, I understand you've got a conference coming up in June. Indeed we do. It's called the Red Pill Expo. And it's a, an exciting project. We, this is the second one, by the way. We did the first one yet last year, sort of as an experiment to see if anybody would be interested in, in uh, responding to that uh, great allegory. You know, take the red pill and, and break out of the matrix and see reality and, and dump the illusions and so forth. And, uh, you know, almost everything that we're talking about in terms of uh, preserving our wealth or, or restoring our freedom, all of the important things in life, can be expressed in terms of uh, an illusion versus reality. So we thought maybe this would be a more uh, interesting way to talk about some old issues. So we tried the Red Pill Expo last year in Bozeman, Montana, of all places. Wow. <laughs> yes. And we thought, well, we'd be lucky if a couple of hundred people came, two or three hundred people. Well, 600 people showed up from 12 different countries, and they left after two days saying, we want more, more, more. So we knew we had found the sweet spot and how to present this critical information. So what are the dates and location this year? Well, this year, uh, it's uh, in Spokane, Washington, yes. and the date is June uh, 22nd and 23rd. And uh, we have an outstanding lineup of speakers. I'm excluding myself. No, you're <laughs> definitely among them. <laughs> and because uh, Robert Kiyosaki will be there, and um, oh, the list is is so long, I can't even go into it. But if anybody is interested, and I hope they are, you can just go on the internet and check it out at uh, redpillexpo.net. And they see all the speakers there and the uh, proposed schedule, and it's coming together very nicely. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, congratulations on a very successful event last year. 
Uh, I wasn't there myself, but I heard some rave reviews from a number of people that were there. And uh, so uh, congratulations for that. Well, thank you. It's, it's wonderful. Lord Monkton will be there again this year from the UK. Wow. And he's he's, an, he's a right kind of character. Everybody loves him. He's, he's humorous, and his depth of knowledge is so great. So, and you get to hear it in a British accent, which is even more entertaining. Yes. Well, you know, the funny thing about it, now, here's a, he's, he's a lord. He's yes. an official lord from the UK. And he shows up, and he's in Montana. He loves Montana. So he's dressed in, he's got high boots on and, and a big cowboy hat. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he looks so out of place, and he wanted to. He wanted that, uh, that appearance to be shocking. And he su- succeeded. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, uh, thank you again for the time and for the wisdom, and uh, we get to see each other a couple times a year, so that's awesome, and uh, look forward till we meet again. Well, thank you, Victor. That's very good. So if anybody's interested, just go to redpillexpo.net, and I'll see you all in Spokane. Wonderful. Thank you, Ed. Wow, what a great conversation with Ed Griffin. You know, if you haven't read The Creature from Jekyll Island, I would say your life is not complete. It's such an important book for you to read because it'll give you a much deeper understanding of how the banking system works. I believe it'll make it possible for you to think much more critically when you hear government assertions that inflation is only running at, say, 2%. You'll be asking important questions like, how is it possible when the money supply increased by 20 or 25% that inflation only rose by 2%? So if you haven't read the book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, I urge you to go out and grab a copy, maybe grab two. It's now in its 42nd printing. And you know what? Bring a copy with you to Spokane, Washington, June 22nd, 23rd for the Red Pill Expo, and you'll probably get them to sign the copy for you as well. In the meantime, as you're wondering about what your money's worth, have an awesome day. Go make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.